Today's episode is brought to you by Makeover by Mimi. If you want to have full, luscious lashes without mascara, Mimi's lashes are what you need in your life. Head on over to Instagram.com slash Makeover by Mimi and mention Queens Connect to receive 10% off your first set. Now let's get into this episode. Sound like, ooh. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might need a little whisper in there to have fun with this bitch. Now let's get into this episode. Mm-hmm. So That's how it sounds like a little exactly, bitch. That's exactly how it sounds. It's all right. Ain't no I know when dudes talk to you on the phone, I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where you at? Can I slide through? God damn. Goddamn. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I'm so, un- even when I was dating, can this be part of our chat? Cause even when I was dating, like I never knew. Like even now, like we're like I know he's not looking at me. Like this bitch is just a mess. Like you, that's why I'd be like, baby, soft. I'd be like, I don't fucking know. You was that on the phone is. like, what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like I would try, but I don't ever recall myself. Like my sisters and stuff like like sexy ass like cute little voices on the phone. Like I never did that. I don't have a walk. I don't have a cute voice on the phone. I think I sound. Fat on the phone. Ugh. What? Like, what I, think I, I think I sound like. Ugh. Like you breathe. Yeah, bring them cheeseburgers. Like you I going. swear, like I sound fat as fuck. My walk is like a boy. Like I'm so just the unladylike as. But person. like that's that's a part of like what we even gonna talk about today. Like when it comes to double standards, like why do you have to have that? You gotta be you elegant. Don't. You gotta be graceful. You gotta like, be polished, as it says. Like, I'm the that. most unpolished. Polish her up. Like, take Polish me as I up. am. Take me or leave me. Like, that's what uh, that's what the name of that documentary I was telling you guys about. No, 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 no. It's called Can I Be Me. I if y'all have right. not Can seen I this documentary, me? it's about Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston, and it was just interesting like i've seen i like i think i've seen every other thing that they have on those two because there are a couple that are very like very interesting yeah they're very interesting Mm -hmm. to study because i think there's this idea of what love should look like and then we talk about two people who was on crack who were both very famous like from Mm -hmm. a a pretty pretty young age but that cannot be me like that's this one y'all have to see it just came out in 2017 so i gotta um, see it it just really explores like the different dynamics of like her and her, you know somebody else on her team named Robin and like the dynamics between Robin and Bobby and like what that meant and like how I love them. I think it's always good how they unveil like that Whitney Was in some shape or form angel. corrupted Bobby Brown into some of her habits of that. drug use and I think they're a couple that like always makes me think of how strong a love can be even if it's unhealthy tumultuous like like that is an intense relationship you can love somebody to death but still not be good for them like you can love somebody and still not be meant for them exactly exactly and i think that 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 story their story really highlights that in a lot of ways that's dope i gotta see it i gotta check it out i love their love like at his at his most dysfunction like I like I like that Bobby like Brown love. and Whitney Houston love is like real love. How she ride was riding for that nigga in the right. courtroom. Mm. Like court dates, that nigga gonna beat you up, and you are there <laughs> on his side, like with the cameras rolling. Like that's y'all. And and deep I know him. Some of all about health and that. That's that healthy as fuck. But, but their relationship love? just like, but it makes you. It makes their relationship always made me think about what is love. Yeah, 
Were they infatuated with each other? Were they loving? Did I they think have... that was love. But... I think it was in a way. Like, in I a way, it was I love. It, was. it just, it, they just in had way, too many though. outside influences. I, I think, think if Bobby really and Whitney them. were not Bobby and Whitney that we know, I think would they, they would have still been be together. together. But I would, think have they, would have they have gotten together if they didn't have those personalities it, that draw them because of part of that thing? Mm, that's that's a, a loaded question, but I feel like if they would have gotten together, I think they would still be together. This reminds me of a documentary I watched about Chris Brown the other day on Netflix, and he was Somebody talking about was me they was yeah, that. he was talking about his relationship with Rihanna, and he was saying that he loves her to death. They he still loves her, and they I love don't each think other. Chris Brown knows what love is. <laughs> <laughs> I, Why can Bobby Brown? I, mean, you know, gotta I, watch I love it. Chris right. Brown. Like I I love Chris Brown music, but I don't think Chris Brown know what love is. Why you say that? I just like this how he. Was with Rihanna and then but Carucci, that's, like but I that's think a that, double standard. Right, it is a double standard. Is that uh, ageism? <laughs> I, I just is I just you too don't, young to I don't love it. And maybe I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. I feel like Chris Brown, like you don't really love, you don't really know what love. But is. we just got done talking about how Whitney loved Bobby. He beat her ass. She was in a courtroom sitting there writing for him, but, and that was love. But, but, but that's but that's the testament of love. Like when somebody is going through some shit, and but you don't no, have to be with him, and you are deeming Bobby Brown as the the, but the like, R&B what if he king. Was do- like, like you said, he was doing it to her, so like that. I don't think that that's love at that moment. Well, that's loyalty. That's not mm, love. I mean, all right, it, we gonna need to, we gonna get into this episode and, and break these this episode down. <laughs> right. Yeah. So oh. today we're talking about double standards and um. Oh my bad! I was taking a sip of water. I battling it. Oh. I was like, let me step in. Okay, so. Yeah. Today we're talking about double standards. Um, do we, didn't, well, yeah, we didn't introduce people to that. Uh, oh, we are okay. all the way yeah, off. That's yeah. what I was pointing at. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be an uncut episode. We're leaving all this Listen, in here. We... Well, Atiana's normally first. You say... No, you say, oh. thank you for tuning in to Three Queens. Well, hey. hey, everybody. I am dealing with a cold. I'm not all the way here. And, um, yeah, I'm Mimi Ford. I'm Auntie. I'm Sola T. And we are... Three queens, queens and things. things. Ah, we ain't doing that today. Oh, okay. I can't because my voice is real. <laughs> no. She go talking about this real voice raggedy. again. What are we talking about today, Mimi? We're talking about double standards. Now, do we even know what double standards is? Break down the definition for if us. If we don't, I have the definition for you. Double standards is a rule or principle that is unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups. Mm. I think we've all kind of tackled double standards. Maybe we have double standard views, double standardist views, yeah. or um, have dealt with double standards. So, so um, it sounds like we're going to be talking about gender double standards today. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of the most uh, defined double standards. Yeah, I think even by the way that I grew up in life, I would have thought double standards just apply to gender. I don't think there's a lot, I don't even think people use the term for other things as right. much. Mm, yeah. I mean, now, now that we, we deal with different things, like, um, same-sex marriages and all that other stuff. Oh, I guess I've heard it a bit yeah. there. Yeah, so I read an article on the Huffington Post in 2014. Well, not in 2014, but the article was <laughs> written in 2014. Uh, <laughs> five things women are judged most harshly by um, on by men. And the first one is having too many sexual partners. Um, what do y'all think about that? Or just dating. I mean, you don't even got to be sleeping with 
people to be still looked at as a hoe. Like, if I'm going out on dates and just entertaining and getting to know mm-hmm. more than one man at a time, then mm-hmm. I'm a you hoe. Which is a little fast. Thing. But I think the right. assumption is if you're dating fast multiple men, you're having sex with them. Right, yeah. which I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But if a man was going to take women out on several dates, like... I'm I think that assumption that they're having sex is there, but the, the connotation of what that looks like and what that is is different, absolutely. But even if he was having sex with those women, it still wouldn't be like, ugh. Like, it wouldn't... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. the connotation is still, like, mm-hmm. mm, whether he is or he isn't. Right. But I mean, also there's the assumption that he is. I'm an equal opportunist as far as how I feel about men and women doing the same thing. So if you're a man having sex with multiple people, like that's your prerogative. Do you like, as long as you handle your business in other areas, live your life, like be safe and, and do it. I'm the same with women. Like that's that's not my, that's not something that I have experience with. But if that's what you choose to do, go ahead. I'm I'm not into having sexual partners, but I have a lot of friends that, I do and like that's not I had a roommate at a time that was like I'm trying to get to this number by a certain time and I was like go ahead girl but that ain't me that ain't never been me (laughs) and I don't think that I don't I don't think that that there's anything wrong with that of course Mm -hmm. I again that that health thing I hope you're being Mm -hmm. safe with it but a guy for me personally looking at a situation I don't think it's any different for a woman wanting to do that than a man like than a man wanting to do it to be honest I don't know if I would pass judgment I mean let me not say that because if I was dating a man and he told me that he had had like 300 300 partners absolutely you can't ever call me again like don't ever talk to me again and I was dangerous yeah like I would definitely look at you some kind of way and so I I think that goes both ways if I was dating a man I told him like my number is X whatever is too high for like but do you ask those questions what the fuck is a body count in, in terms of real life how many people you have sex with no I know what it is but like but in terms of real life though like why why does that hold so much weight you're saying you don't why do people ask that question? Yeah, like, like if somebody told mean? you they had sex with 40 people, is that a lot of people? Like, what does that mean for what you would pursue with them? Like, why oh does that God. have such a... Why does that have an impact? I don't know. I don't think I've ever asked that. I don't even think I know the answer to that I question. haven't in years. Not from like, my... <laughs> excuse me. That's what I'm saying. Like, is, is, it, is that even a real thing? So, like, for us to be waiting and creating a, a standard and a double standard around something that, like, we're not even asking. So, that probably don't even matter. No. I wouldn't even want to know. No, that's Straight how up. you know it's not real. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to know. Like, I've never asked my husband, like, well, how many bitches you just slept with? How many bitches you knocked off before then? Like, I wouldn't even want to know. Like, she about to go ask his ass tonight. I, I, I wouldn't even want to ask him the question. Like, I don't even want to know. Say that. But he knows about mine. It ain't a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> she, she tried to shit on us with her, right. her low body. Again, right. the double standard. <laughs> That's just me, though. But live your life. That's what you choose to do. I don't know. Did y'all ever have a hoe face? No. I mean, why are we talking about body counts and... It's a, it's divine. I mean, I think I went through, like, a period where I was, like, a little bit more promiscuous than I normally would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I went through a hoe face. I mean, if you want to label it a hoe face, yeah, I probably did. No. But I wasn't a hoe. Did you talk your husband? You said he asked you about this. You ever talked about your whole phase before? Yeah, he knew. I was single, living life, right. young, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Did I you ever? I'm not a. I am stimulated mentally <laughs> more than physically. Right. So like, that would take a lot for me to open up to somebody mentally in that way to 
do I have I had sex with people and not been mentally stimulated with by them? Absolutely, but I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So have I had a whole phase? No. Okay. Like the whole mm-hmm. phase is like that's. A, I don't that's think a there's no. I, probably, I might you know I might be on my way to a whole phase, but I'm not. In, <laughs> I've never had one choo, before. Choo. Next stop is a whole phase. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And so, if your future husband asked you, or the next person that you decide to date asked you, like how many people have you ever slept with, would you be open to telling them, or would you yeah. respond with like? I mean, I know business. the number. Yeah. I don't think, but I don't feel like if they said a crazy number, be like, oh my gosh, that's just. We, I mean, I think with anybody, you should be moving to, especially if somebody you're you're gonna be in a consistent relationship. You should guys go, should go get tested together. Like those are things that that's should happen. Fact. So, uh, that's what I can I'm concerned about. Mm-hmm. Where are you in terms of commitment with this relationship? People live different things happen to people in in different phases of their lives, and I'm not one to feel like I have to hold you to that that phase because I don't believe that people should live in their past right you're not that person anymore now you can you i don't feel like you should be defensive about it if we can we should be able to have an open conversation about it but i think that also means that i have to check my judgments if i'm sitting here sitting next to you so mm-hmm. no but if you uh then knock down 300 people don't ever call me no oh. more <laughs> no that's real making it very clear right that, that's real <laughs> or lie to her that's what she right. wants to lie to her All right <laughs> tell her uh 10 <laughs> 10 <laughs> <laughs> The second one is having a messy home. Mm, mm, mm. I feel like this is so true. Like we look at I haven't I've I know some clean ass men. I do too. But it's rare. It's <laughs> like, very rare. When I look out of all the like when I look out of my male friends or whoever people I've dated in the past, like and you know how you can tell? Go to a man's bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like his room may be clean, may be put together, but go to his bathroom. Me- Mm. I think there's been more clean men that I, like, yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a man's house and been, like, repulsed. Like, you ain't clean this shit or scrub nothing in, like, months. Like, I don't think I've ever... I know a lot of clean men. But I think a man's house should be just as clean as a woman's house. Yeah, I think that double standard. Yeah. But I've also Mm. been to some nasty women's house. So, Mm. but you're stepping over stuff, you... I guess I'm part of the double standard with that because I I don't I feel like as a woman you're you shouldn't I sound terrible you shouldn't let your house be you dirty. should not like <laughs> you are a woman come on now I guess I'm a part of the problem would it be more understanding if a man's house is be, dirty like yeah but I don't feel like your house should be spick and span like I feel like if you having people over like I'm coming to your house for a get together. Your shit should be spotless. Like, I just feel like that's that's my, my grandmother's raising. Like, when you have company, like... Yeah. But I like to be in people's house, home to look lived in. Like, I don't like... I feel like if it's clean, like, there's some... Like, if it's too clean, and I'm just coming over to kick it, like, impromptu, mm. that's weird to me. Why is that weird? Because I, I feel like you, your house should be look, look lived in. You could live there and still like to clean like I don't know I'm very very anal when it comes to certain things I'm annoying as fuck and my husband is so messy and if he didn't have me baby I love you but yo shit is like (laughs) (laughs) I cannot and maybe it's me because I'm over the top with it like I feel like everything has a place I feel like he does it to annoy me and he knows I'm gonna pick up after him and I'm just like let's just be clean like let's just sit still the third one is um, being overweight. Um, I feel like we do judge women more often than men 
for being overweight or even underweight. Well, I feel like we look at women like, oh, she's too skinny. She needs some meat on her bones versus if it's a chunkier dude, like, oh, he got a baller belly or, you know. Oh, who the mm. fuck got? What is <laughs> that? You never, never heard the term baller belly? Like, oh, like that Rick Ross, he got a yeah, beard. Yeah. He got a beard, a briefcase, and a belly. That shit ain't uh, never did nothing for me. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like people should, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like people should have, you should have the body you want to have. have. So if you got a little extra gut, have the extra gut. I'm cool with that, but I don't want to hear about you losing, you not being happy with it and you not doing anything about it either. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't look forward to your gut. I don't look forward to mine either. So Mm -hmm. like, but I'm also not going to sit here and complain about something without doing anything about it. That's what I feel like. So I shouldn't feel like anybody should be like, oh, you got to have a six pack or you got to have a baller belly. Like have what you want to have, but don't have no complaints about it. Right. Happy with you. If you don't Mm -hmm. want that, then fix it. Mm -hmm. And make those changes. Mm -hmm. I dealt with it. I used to be really, really skinny in high school. It's like a size zero. And people always be like, you so skinny. You so skinny. And then once you gain weight, it's like, ow, it's so, she like, blew the fuck never, up. Like, people are never, they're so judgmental mm-hmm. upon, like, why does my weight and how I look have affect shit to do you? with you? Why do you feel the need to Because we're, we're socialized it? that it does. We're socialized that it is our business. We're You're socialized that we're supposed to keep you accountable, but right. that's not accountability. Mm-hmm. That's just being insensitive. I'm sorry you had to go. That's that. some haters. Y'all, let's tell oh, last episode about them hating. <laughs> no, I was like, <laughs> oh, hate ass. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> the what fourth else? one is not having children. Um, women are often referred to as selfish, whereas becoming a dad is not considered as being an essential part of manhood. Well, I see, to I have to... somebody about that. No, because I have a guy friend. He's, he's in his 30s, his early 30s. But his family thinks that he's gay because he's never had kids or doesn't... He's not dating anybody seriously so it's not looking like he's about to have kids anytime soon but if a woman wasn't to have kids like in her 30s then she's just taking her time trying to find no, the, the right man mm-hmm. like that's what it's viewed as and I don't know I don't feel like that's viewed I think that's just we both getting it because <laughs> there's a pressure for anybody whether you're ma- I don't know male from a female experience when I go places like oh you settling down you, I mean I guess you, for men you, because you engaged soon you when you gonna have mm-hmm. some Men are supposed to be more like how we were just saying, like out here just fucking basically. So if you ain't slipped up yet and had a baby, I think Ooh, that's what that's her- a damn shame. That I think that's that, that, like, yeah, that, that you is. ain't slipped up. Not that right. you have intentionally decided to have a family and but you done slipped up. But if that's a woman wasn't shit. to have kids, then that's she's doing I the right have thing. Heard that, though. She's like not if a man just, is like about in his thirties and he ain't got no kids, you need to be concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why's that? And that's a double standard, and that's more like. I don't, and I, I don't think it would go either. Why can't a man just want to take his time and be careful about who he has a baby with? Like I, I think don't... we all need to be fucking careful right. about who we love and who we and who we have children with. Right. I received it. You know, I've forever heard people like, "Why, you know, you married, you this, you that, you settled down. Why you have no kids? Yeah, we ain't having kids. You all right?" Y'all good? Damn. Like, that's what Gabrielle Union was talking about, too. Yeah. So, I, I definitely, I felt that pressure early, early on. Like, something must be wrong with y'all. Like, we have sex, okay? Don't, <laughs> don't trip. <laughs> so. But that's even amazing, like, how we're, we're taught that we're only in, we only get in re- relationships to reproduce, which is, I think, yeah. a, the cause of a lot of other issues because mm-hmm. I don't want a man with me just because he wants to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if this is going to be something, and I'm a person that wants something that's withstanding, like, mm-hmm. that's going to be here for a long time. I want a commitment. Mm-hmm. So if you're only going to be commitments committed to the kids, like, 
and they and people How, look at it as such a huge accomplishment. Like I love kids, you know, they're a blessing. But being like it's way like if you have to wait, like having kids is like the stamp. Like, okay, you finally have kids. Welcome to the mom's club. Right. But like, how about welcome to the wives, wives club. club or a steady relationship, a healthy relationship club or a solid business club. Right. Like, <laughs> kids are just like, other oh, shit. Doing and then especially when no you kids. have kids and you don't even be liking y'all kids. I'm sorry. We got to talk about what? it. <laughs> People don't be liking their kids. You don't be supporting your kids. You don't build your kids up. You don't even know what your kids do in school. I have like this. We got to start hit. stating facts. That's a fact. That you welcome mm-hmm. into a club, but you're so busy to get away from them. And yes, you are human. You need mm-hmm. space. But like, what are you really pouring into your kids so that they can mm-hmm. be empowered to to see different things? How many trips have you taken them on to see how different people live? How mm-hmm. many books have you provided them to understand different perspectives? How many, you know, like mm-hmm. those are the type of things. Have you talked to them about college? Have you talked to them about sex? But y'all so... Well, when you got kids, you gonna know. But mm-hmm. what if I don't? What does your child know? Stop mm-hmm. worried about me. Right. Worry about your baby. Right. I'm sorry that that was just about it. Because I, no, I feel like real. there's a lot of kid people who have children and you have them, but you don't. You not you're not a mother. You don't take that time right. with them. And you it's like okay, why is it every time I come over here, your baby on the iPad? Or why is it every time? Just be talking about it. How y'all weave them, but your son ain't got no fresh liner, Ooh. and he walk around with B to Bs. Like I Ooh. I cannot stand that. Like, I feel like it's so important for, especially our black men and young women and young girls and boys, how you look and how you feel about yourself shapes what you project into the world. So if you're going, if your mom has her weave down her back and you don't have a fresh lineup or your haircut, you ain't had a haircut in months to Sunday, least, and your hair's not brushed. Yeah, like, that's what I said. Teach them how to pick it out. Put like, some cat to me in is it. not okay. Because I'm okay for a little I'm, rough look. I, I get what I y'all saying. I don't need you to have no fresh well, line. However, but baby should know how to grease a scalp. I know a lot of great parents. I guess I can't really relate to this because, like, all the parents that I know some I, great parents too. I don't really know. I, yeah, I don't really too. have like personally in my circle. Like, I don't have moms. a personally in my circle. But I don't I have a person them. in my circle. But I say my friends right. don't have children. Mm-hmm. In my like in my closeness circle, none of us have ventured down that road yet. I but, get it, but I feel like I know a lot of dope parents. So it's like I guess no, I, I know can't a lot really, of dope like, parents, but in. I see a lot of bull. And yeah. so these are the same. And but I think from your dope parents, you're not gonna get the welcome to the. To the mom's club. Right. That's not the person we were even talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. A lot of my friends are moms. And they be like, you'll see when you have kids. And they like make it sound like something to look forward to. But they're also great. They sacrifice a lot. They're great so, parents. Like, they'll, so that's a difference. No, I get that too. Like, they'll be like, you'll see when you're a mom. So it, they, I will get that welcome to the mom's club when I'm a mom. But yeah. I don't no, know. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I know a lot of dope parents. Like, but absolutely. I'm talking about these other people. That. And I don't think that, like, and again, because of a lot of other factors in the world, like, who is being taught to be a parent? Mm, no one. That's something you have to be self-initiated Learn. to do well. Like, you have to decide that you are going to, and you have to sacrifice a lot mm-hmm. to be able to do that. And I salute those who make those decisions. I salute those who don't make those decisions as well, because you trying. Yeah. Simple as that. The <laughs> double standard. Nobody should be able to be a, a lackluster parent. Mm. <laughs> that's my that's my note number five being too blunt or assertive mm. women who speak their minds too much are deemed as bossy aggressive or arrogant whereas a mouthy dude is simply showing his execution and leadership 
I mean, executive, not execution, girl. I'm tripping. <laughs> executive uh, stance and leadership. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. What do y'all think? I don't know. I like that shit. I don't know. I talk a lot of shit, but I do like a man that talks shit right back to me, too. So somebody who mm-hmm. does, like... Right, that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I talk shit, but I like somebody who gives it right back to me. But it is a double standard because now I'm crazy because I'm sitting here speaking my mind and I'm letting you know what I want from you. Like, okay, so I recently kind of went through this. Not even just, like, on a dating level, but just, like, even in, in the workplace. Like, I feel like I've been speaking my mind a lot more often instead of just, like, letting shit roll off my back. And I've been, like, people have been looking at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And it is a little out of character for me. And I get that. However, I'm just letting people know what I want and just being more assertive about it. Can you give us an example? Mm. Please. Because we know, see. Y'all are nosy. Dang. And our listeners want to know. Everybody wants to know. What's going on? What happened? What's the tea? Mm. (laughs) Spill it. Y'all come back to me. Y'all circle. Oh, so you don't have to come back. But um, I feel like we definitely label strong women, opinionated women, assertive women as being a bitch. You're too bossy. You're difficult. Whereas a man, if he's the same exact way, oh, he's a boss and he's bossing up. And I like you just said, I likes that shit. But what if a woman was the same way? You're going to be like this bitch. Why is she being a bitch? Mm-hmm. Sit your ass down somewhere. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> find a seat. <laughs> find a friend and find a seat. And no, I, think I think that's messed up. Like, we should be able to be just I think it's no. about balance. I think that's what all of these double standards are about balance. Because sometimes there's overcompensation. And sometimes you're trying to prove a point. And I don't feel like... I don't feel like you should 100% of the time be talking to prove a point. That's a fact. But I think because we're conditioned that nobody is respectfully listening to us or valuing what we have to say or making us feel weird about saying what we have to say, then sometimes I think that does turn into overcompensation. And then we're just at right back at step one. Like, mm-hmm. because nobody's still being valued out of that. But I do think, I think it takes us to, to be reminded to say what we have consistently so it doesn't seem so damn out of character. But also... Mm-hmm. For men to be socialized that it's this is a this is gonna happen. And I think that's where it misses is like they're so shocked that you're speaking. This is so odd for them because either it's not your character or they feel like it's not your place. But that comes from somewhere, somebody conditioning them to to feel a certain type of way about when a woman speaks a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we have to balance that out. So it's not like this nasty, ooh, right. why she always gotta be saying this, but like create a normalcy around that those right. types of conversations you were saying it's not right then that makes a woman a bitch when she speaks her mind and like we were saying in who you calling a bitch episode like if i'm a bitch for that then i'm a bitch like somebody gonna like it fuck like i'm not i can't worry about that like i can't be worried about, it's a double standard like yeah it's not right but whatever like that's not gonna stop me from Don't saying me right i still gotta I'm, I'm notorious speaking my mind i'm going to speak my mind i cannot i get chest pains if i don't speak my mind <laughs> So I just have to get it out and I just try to communicate that in the best way possible. But I have to speak my mind. It's not always, (laughs) it doesn't always go as planned, but maybe some tricks, not always treats. (laughs) I think in the past for me, like why I say, I guess it's so out of character for me to be like, so like vocal about shit now is because I've always, I've 
kind of prided myself on always knowing the balance of when to speak my mind. Like, every battle isn't meant to be fought. And I know if I say this, it's going to trickle down. It's going to be some other shit. Like, if I say this, it's going to start an argument. And I don't even want to get into that. But sometimes you need to grow from that argument. Yeah, but I feel like that's how I've always been. And lately, I've just been like, nah, fuck all that. Like, you're going to hear what I got to say. And that's not me. What changed? Like, what's different? A lot of... It's just a lot of shit moving right now. And I'm just like, what do I have to lose? Like... Fuck it. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot of personal things that are happening. I'm just like, whatever. That's kind of where I'm at right now with everything. But... Yeah. yeah. Well, what other double standards are y'all out there, you know, encountering? Yes, please let us know. Uh, Talk to us on Twitter. Three queens and things. We got Twitter? I'm like, are we on Twitter? (laughs) Okay. Scratch that. (laughs) Girl, we... (laughs) Twitter, we we on Twitter, but ain't we shit don't on know Twitter. How to Twitter. <laughs> ain't shit from the queens on Twitter, but we you can like, you can follow. Oh my god, where we am talking I about Facebook today? and Instagram. So we stick to. You could even be in the SoundCloud comments, but tweeting, 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 twittering. Oh excuse me today. Doing. Why we never pick? Let us know if y'all want us on Twitter. Shit, maybe that yeah, might y'all be, be something. Y'all be on Twitter. I, Ass ain't been on Twitter in a minute. Me either. I haven't had a That's personal hard. Twitter. Twitter is hard work. I can't. Maybe yeah. we, if y'all want us on Twitter. That's something we can talk about. Well, anywho, yeah. we want to hear what double standards are going on in your life. What do you guys think about the double standards we talked about today? Which one is probably the most one? I think that clean house thing has been coming up as the, the older I get, but mm. um, yeah. Like, your mama ain't raised you right. right? But you I think clean. that's everybody. I was told that you trifling. Male, Ooh. female, and have what? you heard about when your microwave is dirty? That means your cootie cat dirty. Listen about everything. You better get that hot bowl. bowl. If your car dirty, your microwave is spotless. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> your cootie cat. All right, y'all. I think that's it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Three Queens and Things. I'm Mimi. I'm Auntie. I'm Sola T. And we are Three, Three Queens, Queens and, and Things. Things. Bye, y'all. Toodles. Toodles.